The following program is sponsored by Prayers Heard in Heaven. God wants to raise up an army of believers whose prayer shakes the nation and the nations of the world. God wants you to shake the evil out of its dwelling place in your family, in your workplace, in the nation. Prayers Heard in Heaven is a teaching ministry teaching God's people to pass blessings with prayer. In the fifth chapter of James, the Bible tells us to pray for one another that we may be healed and that the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous person availeth much. The following program, Prayers Heard in Heaven, with speaker and teacher Valerie Sneed, will help you learn to pray fervently and effectively and truly see results in prayer. Valerie Sneed, with Prayers Heard in Heaven, starts now. It's time for you to enter your next dimension of power. May you take the new anointing that God is about to release over your life and step into a new dimension. Oh, God is releasing this mighty, magnificent anointing over the church for those who are watching. They are watching and waiting with expectation. This new dimension will bring revelation and understanding that you may rise up and profess, God has done great things for me and holy is his name. The blood of Jesus on Calvary, the power of sickness and death and disease over all the powers of our enemy has been given unto us. We are to tread on the power of the enemy, sickness, disease, poverty, death. These are the powers of the enemy. They are the enemies of our soul. And God has given us the power through Christ Jesus to tread upon serpents and scorpions and all the power of the enemy. And he does mean all. We're going to stop and pray for a moment. Father, right now, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, oh, Lord, we profess unto you, O God, that thou art great, O God. Oh, Father, right now, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we just humble ourselves before you, O God, Father, and we just thank you, Father. We give you reverence and glory and honor and adoration today, O God, Father. We thank you that right now, in the midst of everything that's going on around us, the midst of pandemic and social and political unrest and economic crisis, there is no crisis in heaven, O God. And right now, in all of this, in all of this, you are releasing an anointing that is so powerful, something that the church has never seen before. Oh, Almighty God, today bless the listener, Father, that hears your word, Father. May it meet them at their point of need. But today, oh God, I say, endue your people with power from on high. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Oh, God is doing a new work in the church. There is a remnant church. And that remnant church, as the shaking is taking place, the Lord said, I'll shake the heavens and the earth. And what remains shall be seen. As a shaking is taking place, it is the remnant church. That's what will remain from the shaking. The remnant church is coming forth and rising up in the glory and the power of Almighty God. And the powers of the kingdom of Satan shall be shaken. And then we know it shall be destroyed. Remember that every single word In that Bible, every single word of God shall be fulfilled. It must be fulfilled. His word shall not return unto him void, and it shall accomplish whereunto it has been sent. 
And so these are those final hours. You know, I've been teaching that we're in a 10-year Passover season. That's what's happening right now. This is 10 years of Passover that the church is in. Oh, God is doing a mighty work. And so he is placing intercessors across the globe. He's calling you today to be an intercessor. And if you're already interceding, he wants to take you to a new dimension of power. It's time that you stepped into your next dimension of power. We discovered a gift that many leave off and some don't really understand what the Holy Spirit does. They've learned very little in their Christian life about the third person of the Trinity. But we must draw close to the advocate for he is dear to the Father as Jesus is dear to the Father. They are three yet one. Oh, it is a great mystery, isn't it? I know it is. But a powerful union that can bring you into a new realm of understanding. The title of our message today is Run Beyond, because God is taking the church far beyond than we are right now, further than we ever dreamed that we would go. God wants you to proceed to a new seat, a higher realm of authority. We cannot be happy where we are. God has instructed me to teach intercessory prayer again, to teach intercessory prayer. Many want to hear the voice of God and see visions and have dreams and have mighty revelation. I want to tell you, you know who really hears the voice of God? The intercessor hears the voice of Almighty God. When I was younger, you know, I was growing in knowledge and learning a lot of new things about God. And I got to the point where I thought, ah, I have it now. Now I've gotten the knowledge that I needed. And I thought, well, I've arrived now. And then later on, I go a little further. I'd learn something new, something greater than what I had learned before. Now, surely I knew then. Now, okay, now I have arrived. I have great knowledge now. Oh, what I had attained, I thought I knew all that I needed to know. I had read through the Bible. I was praying. I was laying hands on the sick and many were recovering and seeing miracles taking place from what I had prayed and what I had presented to God. And yes, I thought I had attained true spiritual knowledge. And then something would happen. And I didn't have the understanding. I didn't know how to handle the situation or maybe the prayers weren't breaking through. Surely the Almighty must have chuckled and I believe the angels were kind of laughing, too, like, see, thinks she thinks she knows something. Look now. Now, do you really know what you thought you knew? I'm sure it was a, a loving type of laughter, you know, like when a parent is watching a young child and a young baby and the ball rolls, you know, away from them. And if you've ever watched a young one do that and all of a sudden the ball isn't there anymore, they don't see it because it's rolled away and they think that it doesn't exist. And the parent just kind of marvels at the child's mind, knowing that soon, one day, they'll have a different understanding. And in not very long, when that ball rolls away and they can't see it, they'll know it it didn't disappear. It's still there. And they'll go crawling quickly to recover it. One day, my father, who's a pastor, explained to me, he said, Valerie, no one knows at all. Valerie, you will learn about God and his sovereign ways, and you'll be learning until the day you leave this earth. He said, I'm 70 years old and I'm still learning. Now, this absolutely amazed me. 
and it made me think deeply. I was a little bit disappointed because I thought, well, surely one day I will arrive. But I respected my father. And I knew that, you know, he was a great, great teacher and a great minister of theology. And if he didn't know everything, surely I knew nothing. Well, soon I learned I knew nothing compared to the Almighty. I really began to grow rapidly when I understood I didn't know. We can't be satisfied right where we are is my point. The knowledge that God has given you so far, it's wonderful. It's good knowledge. It may be sound doctrine, but he wants to take you higher, higher than what you have ever known. The intercessor. That's the one who God needs right now at this hour. He needs intercessors. And so he's lifting up those who are watching and waiting. Those who have a heart for intercessory prayer. They want to hear the voice of God. They want to see what he's doing. They want to say what he wants them to say. The intercessor is a mediator. The intercessor is a power player for God. And right now, God is placing intercessors across the globe, the entire world. He's placing them like chess players on a chessboard, kind of, you know, he's placing them across the globe. They are his power players. They intercede for the nation and the nations of the world. Oh, if you want to hear the voice of God. And you want to see what he is doing here. See and know what the Almighty is doing. Tell the Lord, I want to be an intercessor for you, Lord. I want to intercede for others. The intercessor stands in the place of someone else at the altar of God. And they can present that person's need to God as though it were themselves. They can feel that pain of the person. They can feel the burden on the person's heart. They can feel the affliction of God. They stand in a mighty place for when God's people are afflicted, he is afflicted also. His heart is afflicted when you are afflicted. You are bought with a price that you cannot pay. It cannot be weighed and the balance is the price that Jesus paid God gave it all for you and I. It's the best that he has to give. He gives that, the best that he has to those whom he loves. God wants you to run beyond where you are. Intercede and God will exalt you. You then reflect Christ. You walk in the mysteries of Christ. He begins to unlock the mysteries. His true image shines through you. God is raising up a higher standard High above what the world has ever seen before. When the enemy comes in like a flood, I will raise up another standard. God wants to lift you up so high that the enemy cannot assault you. And the gates of hell will not prevail against you. He wants you to run beyond where you are. The intercessor. Intercessor is placed in a powerful position between heaven and earth, waging war against the forces of darkness, aligned with the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, as I was sent, now I am sending you. These words are alive. They are for today. When Jesus spoke these words, he was looking down the corridor of time. And as he looked down the hallway of time, he not only saw the disciples and how they would intercede greatly, but he saw you and me. As he looked down the hallway of time, he saw you and I. 
Jesus and the Holy Spirit, they are the great intercessors. When we look in our Bible, we see great men of God who interceded. We see Jeremiah interceded for the nation. We see Isaiah, how he interceded and prayed for the nation of Israel. We see how he prophesied for at least for four kings. He prophesied a great and powerful word of God. Isaiah was a great intercessor for God. We can go on and on. Esther interceded for the people. Deborah interceded for God's people. There are great intercessors in the word of God, and they ran far beyond where they were presently seated on that day. But I am here to tell you, there is an intercessor that is so powerful, that is so great, it is historic in history, and that intercessor continues to intercess today. And the intercessor, the greatest intercessor in the word of God is Jesus Christ Him. Self. He is the greatest intercessor that has ever lived. And when we come to understand that the presence of Almighty God lives inside of the believer, when we understand, he said, I'll send forth the Holy Spirit. I will send it unto you. The intercessor, the intercessor is the power player of this Passover season. He's the power player. The intercessor is the power player. He and she of this very hour that we are living in. God wants you to go beyond where you are right now in spiritual knowledge and in prayer. The intercessor runs in prayer. The prayers take flight. How can I fly? I know what you're saying. Come on, Valerie. By the power of the Holy Spirit before Pentecost. Without Jesus present, without the Holy Spirit, the disciples really didn't know how to truly intercede, how to take flight in prayer. They didn't know how to have the Spirit of God operating through them in a powerful way. They were no longer in the presence of Jesus after his crucifixion. When he was no longer present in body, then they were on their own. And without being in his presence, where were the great miracles, the signs and the wonders? They weren't happening. Something was missing. They didn't have the true and only power of intercession. It had not yet come to them after Jesus had left their presence. They have something that was missing. You are invited to join Valerie and Joan on a live conference call every Saturday morning at 7.30 a.m. Central Time by calling 1-832-895-9654. That's 1-832-895-9654 each Saturday morning at 7.30 a.m. Central Time. After they receive the Holy Spirit, God, in the form of the Holy Spirit, this new power, they took off running, interceding. They prayed with boldness. And when they were threatened, the word of the Lord says this, and they prayed, now, Lord, look upon their threats and grant your servants to continue to speak your word with boldness while you stretch out your hand to heal and signs and wonders are performed through the name of your holy servant, Jesus Then the Bible says the place was shaken and they were filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. Remember, 
when I was preparing to speak one day, and I, I know I've told you this before. I want to share it for just a moment again. I was preparing to speak to a group, and I was telling the Holy Spirit, I said, you know, Lord, I want to talk about revival today, and I'm making my notes about revival. And the Holy Spirit said, talk about the Holy Spirit. I said, Lord, we need revival. Look at this nation. Look what's going on around us. We need revival, Lord. He said, talk about the Holy Spirit. I said, why, Lord, we need revival. He said, there is no revival without the Holy Spirit. I said, oh, okay. What can we do without the power of God? The Holy Spirit is the great intercessor. For revival to fall upon this land, we have to have the Holy Spirit. It is the Holy Spirit that breathes on the people, the Ruach, the Spirit of the living God. The Ruach is pronounced in Hebrew. He must breathe on the people. It is the breath of Almighty God, the Holy Spirit that moves mightily. And when the Holy Spirit moves mightily through a group of people, when he moves through a church, when he moves through a ministry, there are mighty works of God and miracles that begin to take place. If we just look at the disciples before the day of Pentecost, they are broken down. They are weak. They are not endued with power. And what did Jesus say to them? He said, stay there. Tarry in Jerusalem. What does Terry mean? It means wait, wait. He says, Terry there in Jerusalem until what Lord? What did he want them to tarry for? Tarry until you are endued with power. Power from where? What kind of power, Lord? Until you are endued with power from on high. Oh, my goodness. Oh, praise the Lord. After the Holy Spirit came upon them and they received the power, they took off in intercessory prayer. They took off intervening for the sick. They took off intervening for the crippled and the lame. They took off in prayer power of almighty God and the great works of God begin to take place. The intercessor is the power player of almighty God. And that's who he's placing around the grove. He is raising up intercessors in the United States of America that are going to set this place on Holy Ghost fire and we will see revival and the United States shall be saved. It shall be saved. The intercessor, you see, intercessory prayer is much different than regular prayer. The Bible says with all kinds of prayer. And supplication, making your requests known unto God. So there are different forms of prayer. It's important that God's people have this knowledge. Praying, you know, the Bible talks about Enoch. Enoch walked and he talked with God. That's one form of prayer. But then Jesus, he was walking and talking with God, but yet he was far beyond just walking and talking. He was interceding, you see. Regular prayer is important. I pray regular prayers every day, but I also pray intercessory prayers of all the prayer requests that are brought to me. I take those prayer requests to the altar of God and I present them before Almighty God and I intercede for the people that have recommended themselves for me to pray for them. As I intercede, I am no longer just praying in intercession. You, your prayers take flight. The power of almighty God, it moves 
swiftly. Have you ever wondered? Jesus was, as he grew up in, you know, his home and, and as a regular child somewhat. But, and then all of a sudden, he launches the greatest ministry the world has ever known. We know his time had come then. But as he launches this great ministry, well, the Bible records that his ministry lasted for a span of about three years How do you turn the world upside down in three years? How do you destroy theology that's been set in place for generations and generations? There's a power of the Holy Spirit. That's how you change generations. That's how you change religious traditions that have no meaning. It is through the great intercessor. It's through the power of the Holy Spirit in three years through intercessory prayer. Jesus changes all of time through three years and interceding for us. Jesus sets into motion a change for all of eternity. Intercessory prayer causes you to run in prayer. Intercessory prayer is a way of taking flight in the spirit realm. When I go forth to intercede, I know that those prayers are going to move swiftly. It moves faster than ordinary prayer. Intercessory prayer is like running. It's like sprinting in prayer. Oh, God is raising up a people that have a knowledge that's so powerful. The intercessor is made to move so swiftly. Their prayers take flight. They go into countries where the word of God is not preached. They go into countries where the word of God is not allowed. They go into countries where no church is established from their bedroom, in their prayer closet, in their prayer place. They intercede with power. They cross denomination lines. They cross national lines. They cross the boundaries that the enemy may set up to keep out the power of the Holy Spirit. The intercessor is God's power player of today. Intercessory prayer is your weapon of warfare. The intercessor is the one that God is lifting up. It is your next dimension of power. God wants you to run beyond where you are right now and intercede for him. There's a lot of teaching about Christ in the church, and this is good teaching. It's about Christ, and it's about our behavior. But I have a great concern that God has laid on my heart that there's something that has been greatly left off, and that is the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, we can teach about our Christian behavior and how we should behave, but can I change my behavior on my own? Yes, the Lord wants us to have a disciplined mind, but I'm telling you that I cannot renew my own mind. My mind is renewed by the power of the Holy Spirit. My prayer life is changed by the power of the Holy Spirit. Miracles, signs, and wonders are performed by the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the great intercessor. Christ intercedes for us Day and night, you have a high priest, but you have the power of the Holy Spirit. And here, 
This is new for some in the church. What are, you, what are you talking about? We don't have enough teaching about the Holy Spirit. Without the Holy Spirit, our prayers are weak. I'm not saying that you won't see some events, some things happen that you're praying. But if you want to move in great power and you want to see the oppressed released from oppression, you want to see poverty released, you want to see justice prevail, you're not happy with the sign of the needy and the oppression of the poor, you're going to have to intercede. You're going to have to run beyond the way you're praying right now. And you're going to have to intercede at the altar of God with power from on high. And it comes by the power of the Holy Spirit. I want to invite you to go to our website and look up our number at prayersheardinheaven.org and join us as we intercede daily in the power of the Holy Spirit. I'm Valerie Smead, Prayers Heard in Heaven, teaching God's people to pray. You've been listening to Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven. If you missed any of the program, listen next Sunday evening at 5.30. For more information about their weekly live prayer call, visit their website at prayersheardinheaven.org. 